0: and we're back judge buds episode 78 fun fact there's never been apparently a number 78 in the history of the minnesota wild i just checked uh interesting and very relevant obviously very important to note but anyways as always your host folksy joined by my good buddy mr at state of hoppy hoppy how we
1: doing we're doing good. And I definitely thought you were going to say that there has never been an episode 78 of Judd's Buds. So That's also true. I'm glad that you made it a little bit more relevant.
0: <laughs> I mean, well, both statements both, both statements are correct. Um for well, Jesus Christ, well, I was about to start in on on the the, the show here, but I Judd Robinson the comment section coveted hot before we even started just going at Everson. <laughs> God, we hadn't even started yet. He is just throw it He love it, John. Love it. Uh Mateo also. I mean, you gotta read yeah. it. You gotta read it. John Robinson comes in before we even started. Uh, saying Evison is a pariah of calling it now. His lack lack of trust in young players will destroy this team in power play. Coach replacement and high draft pick. Here we come. Oh my god.
1: Let's I can't imagine which young player he's talking about that might impact the power play.
0: <laughs> well, well, speaking of, Mateo comes in hot as well immediately after. Just trade Caleb at this point. Whatever he did to D, which is too much to get over. I mean, at least they've got the energy because I'm dead. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyways, uh, Hoppy, it's been uh, been a couple weeks since I saw you. How you doing? What you been up to? Short week, nice, bad. How are we how are we
1: feeling? Short week has been rough, which is terrifying. Being a small week, but uh, small week. I, we're not talking about me. I came out and did my East Coast tour. You apparently for the first time ever ventured out to the Midwest. What what the hell was that like?
0: There's fucking corn everywhere. It was unbelievable. Uh, that was my main takeaway. Lots of fucking corn. Um, was surrounded by it at all times. Um, no, but yeah, I, I finally made my way out there. This is a fun fact, and yes, this is true. It was the first time I got on a plane and flew in like eight years. Um, still got it, still know how to do it. Not a big deal. Keep the change. Uh, it's just a different, different way of life out there, man. It's just so different than, uh, everything's different in Boston, but like, first of all, Finally got to take in some uh, Mick Golden. Love that. Was a big fan of it. Um, everywhere we went, if they had it, I would get one. And um, including when the first lady family was not drinking, I was like, "Well, I, by law, I have to. I have this Mick Golden, so uh, I'm just gonna do that." <laughs> They're like, "We're going to CVS. What are you talking about? Like, why are you getting a beer right now?" And I was like, "It's here. I can't have it anywhere else." So, um, no, but it was cool. I was out there for like. Four days, five days, saw St. Louis, and then uh, had a wedding in Iowa that we went to, um, which was very interesting. Dude, and, talk about
1: that reception.
0: It was electric. There's bags on the dance floor, bef- like right after the reception or, or ceremony. I, don't, I still don't know what the fuck each part of the. I still.
1: Ceremony is when people get married in front of the crowd. That one. The reception that, is when asked. everyone drinks their face off.
0: Yeah, it was that wedding was amazing because fun and funny and quick ceremony high court good to see you bud uh it was just like so there's like the flower girl came out and then as whatever the the groomsmen and bridesmaids came down they also had a beer boy come out so fucking acdc starts playing this dude has short shorts fanny pack and he is throwing beers like throwing them into the crowd no warning um, obviously I got one keep the change uh naturally but then like literally like right after that bags on the dance floor everyone's hanging out uh open bar immediately instead of like a cocktail hour or whatever beforehand I hate those weddings when you have to
1: like wait for more um we're gonna go take pictures and- for three hours you guys can just oh, like hang God. out here out of obligation thanks yeah
0: yeah and then dude my favorite move at weddings is instead of, like, picking what you want for food, they just do the buffet. Great, phenomenal move. Like, always, always a good, good, or way better than, like, again, sitting there waiting uh, and then having, like, people bring you your food or whatever. But they would, so, like, it was also the way that they could talk to, like, family members and people at the wedding. So Like, they would go up to you, talk to you for five minutes at your table and then say, all right, you're good, go to the buffet. So that way they don't have to like fucking try to find time to talk to everybody. Nice. Uh, and then it was just a fucking ripper. Like it was, the speeches were like two minutes and they're the, uh, the, the, uh, group, he just goes, all right. Yep. Nope. Thanks everyone for being here. Everyone already said everything. Let's party. And that was it. Like that was the whole fucking speech. It was really funny. Um, was a good time. Respect. Yep. And then I went back to uh, St. Louis, saw the first lady's brother. He has a, it's comical how much more expensive Boston is in every facet of fucking life. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's got this beautiful one-bedroom apartment that in Boston would easily be 3200 a month. Easy. And he pays like 1000 everything included. I'm like, I fucking hate you. This is unbelievable. Uh, oh, the
1: Midwest in general, Bush? as long as you're not in the big cities.
0: Right, right. Uh, toward and Houser Bush. Anheuser Bush. Whoops. Nice. Uh, interesting interesting little setup there. It's weird. It takes up like that whole section of the St. Louis. There's like building fucking everywhere. And it's like so many of the uh, employees live like in apartment buildings right around and in that facility or like the in between the buildings. So you like half of the people that live there, work there and they'll have golf carts instead of like cars. <laughs> so they Just like go to and from it's really funny. Um, but yeah, no first time seeing the Midwest as an as not as a non baby. Uh, last time i was out there I was a small baby and i do not remember anything but that's the last time i was in the midwest but uh, do you remember all that much from nest.
1: this time in the midwest
0: most of it most okay. of it yeah yeah got a pretty good feel um and now i'm back in my uh back in the in the rat's nest back in boston um already hit the drop thank you oh. um yeah that's natural cleansing i literally i walked in they're like oh my god we thought you died I was here a, I was here a week ago. And they're like, yeah, exa- exactly. So, um, yeah, no. Basically, that was my my version of like a welfare check on myself. Was I just like walked into the drop? They're like, oh, thank God. All right, all right, all right. So, but uh, yeah, interesting week for me. Work sucked today, terribly. I've never taken a full week. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. It's. I don't even like it. Like it ruins. Like my first day back at work, I was like, "Well, this fucking week sucked." Now after all this, like this blows. I come back to, right. will never <laughs> do that two again. Two day week. I yeah, I can text the first lady, "Hey, this vacation sucked." <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> can you?
0: <laughs> hey, not worth it. Never invite me again, ever. Everything I said uh, yesterday
1: about that being fun
0: lies. Take it back. It. Take it back. I fucking hated it. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Now I'm just uh, it's. It's hockey time now because all the seasons are beginning in Europe. We're slowly coming up on uh, Prospect Showcase. I'm like back in hockey mode now, which actually feels really good. So um, it kind of started with the Holinka. Then, you know, as you're waiting for the it European really season didn't to kick off, though. I'm like, like waiting. I can tell
1: there's a different buzz there. Like you, you were like, yeah, at least there's something to talk about, but it wasn't like excitement.
0: Right. No, it's true. But now that the KHL kicked off September first, um, the Swedish J twenty, the U twenty league, they started. Um, Czech league started. Finland they started. So we're all systems go now, baby. So I'm uh, I'm back in hockey mode. I'm, I'm excited to uh, excited to just get started because dude, the fucking summer for sports blows. Like it really blows. And I don't know if that's my internet or hobby's internet. Oh, thank no, I think. But. Um, I can't take the, the summer lull of
1: sports. Yeah, and anyone that's chiming in to say, "Oh, what about baseball?" Well, like you're an idiot. But hockey's still frozen. This is really funny. I don't know who's frozen.
0: Actually, it could I be me. Oh, that's my <laughs> internet. This is terrible.
1: <laughs> Tell you what, no, someone no comment no and say whether my internet or Z's is fucked right now. <laughs> oh shit! But anyways, wow. hockey. Yeah, it seems like we're back. both back now. And uh, on the wild front, still zero news because the only thing that could be done has yet to be done. Kalen Addison, not going to happen. I like, I, like, I don't really know what the plan is.
0: And it sounds like no one else does either. Like, I, there's nothing. Like, they can't give him the money he wants, obviously. They literally can't. I mean, we talk about this every week so we don't have to, but it's the one piece of business they have left, and I don't really know when it's going to get done, but, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it does.
1: <laughs> I mean, John said it all, right? Everson is a pariah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it It's a mystery to me, but, I mean, it's even crazier when we turn and look at, what, 77 games played got for one jake sanderson as we get in a little bit of ottawa Senators stock here
0: yep love the sense sicko nation stand up love them and they lock in sanderson at eight years over eight million he's played 77 games in the nhl just signed for 64 sheets that is incredible i love that
1: well you it for can him. call
0: it you can call it crazy dude but now they've got tim stutzler Brady Kachuk, Shabbat, and Sanderson, and Josh Norris all locked in at less than $8.5 Like, they are locking up their core early. A lot of teams are, like, trending in that direction too, I feel like, where they try to, you know, well, now all the money, like, needs to go towards the young players when they are young because we've seen, like, the age curve. Um, but, like, I think... I mean, Sanderson is a stud. He already defends well. He's incredibly gifted with the skating. Um, he kind of stepped right in once he was healthy and was great for them. So I know it's obviously crazy to throw a $64 million contract at a kid that's played 77 games, but um, you look at some of the other teams that are doing it too, like New Jersey, the same thing, where like Hughes gets locked in for $8 million. You look at Buffalo. They do the same There's thing. There's a little their guys bit more too.
1: sample size there, though, man. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, so they do the same thing. So they throw eight, uh, what, seven years, like something around five million at uh San and two in Buffalo. So like they're doing the same thing. Like it's, it's. I feel like a lot of teams are trending in that direction where they're trying to lock up those kids.
1: It's absolutely a trend, but here's my question: Like, is this getting to a point where it's now the expectation that if you're like a high pedigree prospect, that you're gonna get paid right away? And when that happens. How many busts are we gonna see? How many <laughs> shitty contracts are we gonna see that people have to try and work their way out of?
0: Yeah, and I, and that's the risk, obviously, right? We're like, yeah, that's a you're putting a whole lot of eggs in that basket, but like at the same time, would you rather risk that on throwing eight million a year like a 28-year-old for six, seven, eight years? And then you're paying totally. you're like banking, you know what I mean? So I I totally get the thinking. Usually you'd probably wanna see more of a sample size in like Sanderson's case, but like I mean, there were games last year where he was their best player. Like, there were several games that I watched in the Senators where he was, like, taking over from the back end. And, I mean, now you've got those guys locked in and, like, really good cap hits for, well, if they all hit their their potential. I mean, we've already seen with Kachuk. You see it with Stutzel. Uh, Shabbat's an interesting one. I don't really know what to think of him as a defenseman there are games where he's unfucking believable and obviously he can play like 30 minutes a night, which is, that's pretty nice. Uh, then there's just some games like, oh my God, he doesn't know how to play defense. But at the same time, <laughs> he's obviously a big part of that team too. So, I mean, I, I completely understand the thinking. I am of the, the mind that you do invest in your young players in their prime years. So now you're looking at the cap going up and all of their best players being locked in at less than $9 million a year. You'll sign up for that, I think 10 times out of 10. Um, no, and, and, and I do think clear. Sanderson hits, man. I think it, Sanderson hits. Like This is less un- a
1: shot un- at Sanderson yeah. than it is just like, I am very worried about the way this is trending for the NHL at large. Like, did, I, guess so. I also Kaprizov love Kaprizov seeing young players. Did Kirill Kaprizov break contracts? Is this his fault?
0: Everything is uh, Kirill's fault in the Minnesota Wilds and Bill Guerin, uh, president of the country. I, mean, and I can't coffee. argue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, though. Like, I, I I think forever, young players in the NHL had zero, like, power, zero, like, they had no control over their own, like, fucking careers. And now you're, okay. like, over the years, they started getting more and more, like, control and rights or whatever. And now you're seeing them actually, like, teams investing in them. Um so I think it's a good thing, honestly. If, if teams are going to start investing in those younger players, then I think that's good for the league because you're investing realistically in the best players in their prime years. So, I mean, is it risky? Yep. But at the same time, I am very confident that Sanderson will hit that potential and beyond because he's that good. Like, again, like so many games last year, I was like, Jesus, that kid's a fucking stud. And he's played less than a full season. The NHL He's already more than capable of play. Um, no,
1: let's be real though, Z. If we don't have like a nearly impending bump in the salary cap, like we're expecting it to go up as much as $4 million this year. They expect it to continue to go up years to come. If that's not expected by GMs, do you think that the same type of deal is made so aggressively?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, um, because God, how long have, every year it's like, oh, salary caps. This is the year it's big jumps coming. Like, yeah, one million actually. It is, uh, that's the that's how much we're going up here. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question, but
1: uh oh, I think we lost him. I'm going to die, it's still not back. There he is. This is miserable. All
0: right, so Z, can you hear me? It's I am. It's gonna go. Out. Yes.
1: <laughs> this is great. So let's go. The the core for the Ottawa Senators. You just talked about it. You ran down the players that are a part of it, and again, great contracts if they all pan out. Like, do you think that they stack up with the cores that are being built for some of the other teams? Like, we're not talking Pittsburgh Penguins, who are very much an aging core, but you look at you know what the Toronto Maple Leafs had built you look at the, the you know New Jersey Devils like do you think that Ottawa is leading the pack are they trailing somewhere in the middle no i think they're somewhere in the middle but trending upwards
0: like cuz i mean again a lot of those players are 21 23 22 21 20 19 like but they're trending in the right direction plus with that DeBrinket trade that they made they also acquired another first round pick so now they've got two first round picks going into uh, next summer too so um, You know, I think, do they have a chance to make the playoffs this year? Sure, they have a chance. I'd say them and Buffalo are now both, like, really aggressively planning on challenging to make the playoffs, especially when teams like Boston are starting to trend down maybe. Um, But I, I look at those young players in that core, and, like, Stutzel went off this season. He is un- – dude, he's unbelievable. Brady Kachuk right. is just an animal, like – um And they've got plenty of other prospects. Norris and
1: Chabot are the ones that I'm kind of iffy on. Like, they're not bad players. It's just, will they reach the potential of their contract? I'm not sure yet. Oh,
0: I just think Norris
1: just needs to stay healthy. That would help quite a bit.
0: Like, because, I mean, you're looking at when he – even the year that he was hurt uh, two years ago, he played 66 games, but still put up 35 fucking goals. (laughs) Like uh, So if he could get healthy and stay healthy, obviously that's a tall order. Uh, But – when you're hurt this often, because I, mean, I think he only played eight games this year. Um, yeah. I think he can be a 30 goal guy every day, every season, if he just stays healthy. But again, that's, that's, that's the big question mark. Right. Um, and totally. that's, that's another risk with throwing that much money at players. So we'll see what happens, but um, so, gu- gun to I believe head. in a lot of Ottawa's core.
1: Okay. Gun to your head this year, Buffalo or Ottawa.
0: I feel like I still lean Buffalo. Cause I love their, I love anyway,
1: Buffalo heavy yeah.
0: yep and i mean like again the vibes in that city with that team like the come up that they've had the, and again another team that's been locking in those players um as much as possible like and devin levi i think is a i just threw some uh we'll, we'll talk about gambling in a second here but i scribbled a couple bucks on him for the uh call to this year too um Reason. Devin Levi literally came in, was a fucking stud as a goalie immediately.
1: Honestly though, so, if, if they make the playoffs, how do you not give it to him?
0: Right. He like he's oh man. And he has just the funniest fucking the funniest little routine in between uh in between whistles, but like and there's timeouts and he just like gets on one knee and stares at the crowd behind the net. It's so funny. It's my favorite shit in the world. He does it for Star Wars too, which is even funnier. Um, yes, I also bet on Logan Cooley. By the way, I threw his, some cup bucks on him as well. What were his odds? It's uh, good question. I actually, I instead of like I got really stressed out during work, and I ended up just like going on that site, and I was like, let's just bet on everything. I can't do work right now. It's well, 30, let's five.
1: let's get into it then. We we can move off the Senators. You were talking to me before we jumped on here about the very interesting odds being laid on that US for the Heart Trophy. Odds. And you told me about a player that you invested in immediately because the number was so outrageous.
0: Yep. So that was actually how I got started on this um most likely questionable gambling streak I want today. Um just throwing money in futures. I gotta pull up Okay, there we go. So <laughs> I was looking at the Heart Trophy odds. Uh and Sydney Crosby plus 7,500. Uh, the penguins got better. And he already could have been in the fucking running like the past couple of years. But you know, Pittsburgh had their troubles. But uh how do I not throw some dough at that? I was just like 75 fucking hundred. There were a couple like Sorokin had better odds. I'll pull up the uh I want to hear the ones that have the same odds because that broke my brain <laughs> a little bit. So the so Sidney Crosby plus seventy five hundred, uh, also plus seventy five hundred. Rupe hints, Brady Kachuk, Jordan Kairo, Sebastian Aho, all phenomenal hockey players. Same tier as Sidney Crosby. I I don't think so. I do not. I get it because they're all some of the best players on very good teams. But Sidney Crosby plus the best 7, players on is is their teams, arguably. Right. So, like, I, it was a no fucking brainer for me to throw money at that. Um, and I mean, you know, he's about to eat on the power play, too.
1: I think everyone's going to I mean, as going soon as Carlson it. steps in. Yeah.
0: I mean, and I, I, it's just like going through the list on uh, BetUS, literally, like, First of all, shout out, he has got the fifth best odds of this site, plus 1,600, right along with Pasternak and Austin Matthews, which I will be throwing money at Austin Matthews as well. Um, but, like, right after that, like, Jack Hughes, plus 1,800, get it. But still, Sidney Crosby, hello. Uh, Tage Thompson, plus 2,500. Jason Robertson, plus 3,000. Caleb McCarr, plus 3,000. Miko Rant, 4,000. Jack Eichel, Kyle Connor, both plus 5,000. <laughs> I was like, if Pittsburgh does their thing and like has that monster year that they potentially could, and especially with Carlson coming in, who is going to be like the guy on that team that will like? He's really the only guy that's going to be their MVP. Rem if they could, other than Rem Petrovic, sorry, I should have I should have mentioned that. But yeah, no, I just couldn't believe it. Plus thirty five hundred, Sidney Crosby. I said, yep, thank you um we'll what's save. all can at i don't even it's a good question actually now that i think about it
1: he's not on there that's i'm not saying that he should have like great odds but to not he's even not be even on, on even the even... list is fucking stupid you can't even do it you can't even do it <laughs> All right, that's it. I I want I want Ovechkin to win the heart now. (laughs) I I, I mean,
0: again, that's just one that's one site, but it's just like it's crazy. And the the odds, I'm sure, will change as we get closer to this. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they won't. But uh, nuts. Like it's just crazy.
1: So run run down the. Do you have the Calder ones easily pullable?
0: Yeah, just a sec. Um, let's see. All right. For the Calder. Where'd it go? More... Okay, Calder. Yep, got it up. Um, more interesting ones, too, here. Bedard, obviously, heavy favorite at minus 175.
1: <laughs> He's minus makes zero cents. <laughs> you know how ridiculous that is The minus money. <laughs> In like like we talk about how ridiculous the recent draft classes have been. This is one of the craziest Calder classes that we'll have. And to put yeah. anyone at minus money is ridiculous. This isn't like saying Bedard isn't the best player or that like he doesn't deserve to be among the top, but to make anyone minus money, if you're betting on that, you're a fucking idiot.
0: It's crazy. And I mean, so who do you think would be the next <sighs> best odds?
1: Probably Hughes. Even though I don't agree with it. Luke Hughes. I think that's a ridiculous one, too. And then after Uh, that, maybe it's Levi. Levi. Okay. See, my top two are going to be Cooley and the guy that snubbed him out for the Hobie. Good old Fantilli. I think the two of them are best positioned to win the Calder.
0: Yep, we got so we got Bedard, Hughes, Levi, then Fantilli, and then Simo Nemec, uh, Brant Clark. That's actually not a bad one, that's decent. Uh, Nyes, Yersek, Cooley.
1: Sorry, am I, I'm losing, hang on, am I losing my mind? Nemec, that's what team.
0: My fucking internet sucks. Ass, I'm miserable, I'm upset
1: about this. Can guys. you hear me now? I couldn't tell you what you said. Nemich I what's you on New Jersey That's what I thought. So how the hell so yeah, are yeah. him and Hughes both like <laughs> top 10 in the Calder odds? Top 5. Both as defensemen no, and neither of them have a chance top to five. Be top 5 fuck This I oh this site should be ravaged for all of the money they have. This is ridiculous. I think Cooley they is the Wall safest Stead in that. I think Fantilli has the highest upside. Yeah, Wallstead. great. Incredible bet. While well, that's in there, and so is Faber. What are Faber's odds, though? Plus 6,000. That makes sense. That I can get mm-hmm. on board with. But yeah. This always fun. Insane.
0: So, yeah, that's the uh, that's the gambling portion of uh, Judd's Butts. I don't know are, how often we've ever done. i probably just talked about how much money I lose on, like, Slovakian league, right? Um,
1: Cosgrove, I think you got this a little bit wrong on math. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it be. We'll leave it be. Yep.
0: Um, but yeah, I guess we should move on. We, we can. I mean, I can go on this fucking rabbit. Should I just read off the odds of every single player for every possible regular season? For
1: I, I want to hear the lady bang odds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if i wonder if you can even like there's no way you can even bet on the lady thing.
1: you probably can well you definitely can you absolutely can and bet us probably yeah, has right. lou Cheech sitting at number seven or something
0: oh yeah yeah him and reeves
1: god damn this is great okay well real quick before we then jump back over to a little bit of wild talk Let's uh, do a little promo here for anyone that's actually in the Twin Cities and is not going to the Vikings game. I'm pretty sure it's a home game. Now maybe I'm way off. I thought it was. But if you're looking for somewhere to go catch the game, look no further than Back Channel Brewing out by Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> They have a Jumbotron. They have two or three food trucks. They have a t-shirt cannon, a DJ, and lots of incredible beer. I don't know why you would not go there if you don't already have plans. Isha and I will be there. Probably get pretty buckled. You should all come and join us. Electric. All right, moving on. We got the uh, Prospect Showcase. Tom Curver is coming up. Z obviously everyone's excited about this because of the announcement recently that Connor Bedard will be participating, but any general notes looking at this for uh we got the St. Louis Blues and Chicago Blackhawks in town prospect free for all. What do we got? So did they so I realistically the only thing I
0: was that i had of note was like i feel like i got a notification it's like all right tom Gruber's prospect showcase tickets on sale and then two minutes later tickets sold out <laughs> i
1: was just like oh okay that was i fancy. think they mostly yeah. give those out to season ticket holders and then they probably don't have many left because i'm pretty sure it's a tria so right. smaller rank so yeah the few that were out there are probably already gone and claimed um but that's small details I'm pretty sure it's yeah. all going to be streamed on uh, their YouTube channel, so at least everyone can watch.
0: Yeah, they usually uh, they usually stream it, and I really really enjoy watching those. I already did watch those last couple of years, um, and then this year, obviously the added intrigue. the Dart's going to be there, which is kind of crazy. I kind of
1: <laughs> I get do, it. We do you know is is Jimmy Snuggerud going to play for St. Louis?
0: I have no idea. I couldn't tell you
1: because that'd be fun. Um,
0: uh like it feels risky <laughs> but you know what it's going to be sick like people are going to finally like in uh like, just seeing him in person is going to be absolutely unbelievable like i'm curious to see what like who's going to be on his line what's that going to look like but i mean again this event is always just like fun to watch as is but Again, you have the added intrigue, obviously, with Bedard. And, I, again, I just love that, like, I just knew that there were tickets on sale for quite literally, like, three, four minutes. And then it was like, all right, it's sold out. Thank you. Um, but that's the power of Bedard. I mean, the kid was getting like every WHL building. Man. Oh, same thing. Um, <laughs> same same level of celebrity. Um, the Bedard
1: era's tour. Yeah, oh my God.
0: Uh <laughs> That was basically the WHL season. He had every barn sold out. Every time Regina went anywhere, that barn was sold out like twenty thousand. It was crazy. So um, now people can get to see it live, and I mean, that place is gonna be again. It's gonna be packed for the for a prospect showcase. So it's gonna be fun. But Mine one of my 100%. favorite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, a good I'm chat. curious Z, what in general, and we won't get political or anything, but. Oh, boy. Blackhawks jerseys. Go. Like, should people shut the fuck up about them? Do you think they should be gone based on what's happening with other jerseys across sports or don't really have an opinion?
0: I don't really have an opinion. Didn't they put opinion. something out that they uh, – yeah, I don't know. I, like, people get upset about it. I understand. Um, And, I mean, we've seen it go away in other sports and other teams. So, I don't really know. Like, Again, don't have a super strong opinion one way or the other, but it, I'm pretty sure they put out some kind of press release, too, that they had communicated, like, with, like, that group. I don't know. I, like, I feel like they did it. It, it also, <laughs> I feel like they got, like, right when they had, uh like when they were under the microscope for like everything else that's been going on that organization no. too, and then someone was like, "Oh, and by the way, fuck their jerseys," and I was like, "Jesus Christ, they are fucked." Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, people, I'm not gonna. I, I I'm at the point now where I don't even like begin to engage with that stuff. I just I'm not even gonna try. So um, yeah, people get upset about it.
1: Get, I understand, but and, uh, that's that's that. Sure. And I mean, the reason I ask, because again, I'm pretty neutral, too. Like, I'm not really sure how to process all of that. But if you're going to make the move or if it's even on the table, why would you not do it in unison with the start of the Bedard era? Like, this is when you're going to be able to get away with it. People are going to be pissed, naturally. But with all the excitement and intrigue and all the tickets you sold, what are people going to do, right? Like, that—that that is the time to sneak it in and hope that people get okay. Yeah. Well, then you have the people that bought the Bedard jersey immediately. <laughs> I mean, that's a, like, that's a reason. Be like, hey, by the way, we're only selling these for the next month. If you want to buy the vintage one, buy it now, and they could just clean up.
0: I think they would get carved for, like, for then profiting on that, too.
1: for you like turning You could thing. find a way around it, though. You could be savvy about it. I don't know if the Blackhawks could be, but people could be savvy about it and market it the right way.
0: Yeah, I guess so. It's
1: an you never know. But fair enough. All right. And no one really cares that St. Louis is participating. Unless Jimmy Snoggerud plays, I guess.
0: No, literally, I feel like everyone was just like, "Yeah, I know the Blackhawks are going to be there, but um, is it just them? <laughs> no one else? Right? Like the Wild aren't going, are they? Oh, fuck, they are. Really? Okay. Uh, but yeah, as the uh, as some of the uh, the chat mentioned too, Hate and Height will be there, <laughs> so that's gonna be fun. Um, they should have made them like one number apart. Like that would have
1: been no, really no upset. reverse number, reverse number. <laughs> have like one B twenty three, one B thirty two. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's a good stuff. <laughs> Really just fuck with people. Oh, God, this Oh, if they, if they both got in on the bit and went 22-33 like the Sedins, that'd be fun.
0: Yeah, they should. They should, uh, they should make them. They you should, should put
1: down the them. Kirkland lube, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Z, I don't know if you know this answer, but from Ryan Penny, I wonder if any European players will come over for the Curvers game. Uh, I don't
0: believe that they are. I can actually, double, I was just looking at it again, but the KHL you season think, already started. Yeah, the
1: season's underway uh, and they're probably not leaving. I don't believe
0: Ogren's coming over. Uh, so that, that's that actually. Um, yeah, it's the Russians and then Ogren. So, um, Kumpelainen's going to be there, but he's also now in the OHL. He's not going back to Finland this year. He's been playing real well in their preseason, by the way. Um, he looks like a beast, so. Um, but yeah, no, no college, no Europe. Um, I don't even know if it's like, I, I can't remember if it's this specific fit thi- or if it's something else. I can't remember. Oh, maybe it's actually, you know, it's preseason. Uh, college guys can't, they can't even partake in preseason anyways. Um, so
1: they don't. Holy shit. Z tell me this is true. Oh boy. Rick correction. Rick. Dvorsky will be in town. Uh, that. he? Really? I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, I feel like,
0: I mean, I guess the SHL is still in preseason technically, but I think they're starting up soon. I don't know. I haven't even looked at, um, the blues or who's coming for them. I honestly I just, I forgot until just now world. that but he got drafted
1: got, by them. I'm so pissed.
0: Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one for you. Eh?
1: I mean, not as tough as what fucking Buffalo did to me, but we don't need to talk that's about true. sad things.
0: That's yeah, all right. We can move on, but I'm excited to, um, to stream those games. I, I, I do love that that showcase like i think it's so fun and it gets pretty fucking nasty too like a lot of those like it's not like a uh it's not like just like a pickup game like they there's some fucking nastiness in those showcases so um so it'll be fun to watch though um i'm excited to see what some of like the older guys too like guys like damon hunt carson lambos like we say older but i'm just talking about like in, in terms of like prospects and guys that are really pushing to like make a name for themselves in Iowa
1: too. Do I'm excited to see those them. guys. Yeah. Oh, cool. They'll play. Um, hunts just yeah, like gonna some people. <laughs>
0: yeah. What if he just goes back to WHL Damon hunt, where he's just like F one on the four check and that he's fighting everybody.
1: Like, that'd be great. Sign me up. Pat. Mm-hmm. He needs, he needs to crack the roster. Yeah. So someone, uh, Posted this in the past week or so. But what would you think, Z, of the idea of running pairings? You have Faber with uh, Brodeen, Middleton with Addison. Spurgeon with Hunt. Not in that order necessarily, but just those would be the three pairings. It's... I. I've seen a lot of um,
0: a lot of people saying like Hunt should be like in consideration to like, make the roster out of camp, but I, I don't. I, I think he took a a big step forward last year, but I don't know where that really came. Like I don't know where that all like I I see it all the time now. Like. And I know, like, just listening to Russo when he does his podcast, like, he gets so many questions specifically about like Damon Hunt playing in the NHL this year. I, I think because a
1: year ago it would have been O'Rourke, right?
0: So I don't know where that necessarily came from, but again, I, I've said this a million times at this point. Hunt was like, he took a massive step to AHL this past season. He did. He played. A style of hockey that, like, you have to play in if he's going to be a pro hockey player in the NHL. Uh, and I think that it's clear now that there is a, a future for him to be an NHL regular at some point, but it's not this year. Like, could he be in the mix towards like the end of the year to like get games just to, you know, just get a run? Sure. But like, I get, it. I just keep seeing people <laughs> being like, well, oh, he's got a chance making it a camp. Like, I guess so um well there you go that's why um so it's interesting but i i I, if if, (laughs) he's going off jesus um yeah i mean that'd be exciting i guess but i i think he's still got a lot of runway before uh before that happens again especially like right out of camp um i could see the call up that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me but
1: uh, yeah, I'm not saying out of camp. I'm saying more like if we went into the playoffs with those three pairings, do you like the way those pairings work, <laughs> or is that a concern?
0: I, I mean, I, it's tough to forecast like what how I'd feel in the playoffs. I guess at this point, because I mean, at that point, that would assume I'm, if that happened, that would that's assuming like that Hunt makes the t or like gets a call up and then just doesn't lose a spot and is a stud for the rest of the year. I guess then I like the idea of the balance, I guess. Like again, I don't know about playoffs this year. Who knows? Like, I have no idea sure. what they're going to look like. They one, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I think overall, I think there's good balance in those pairs though. Like, um, you know, Middleton's a solid defender and he Middleton could Addison Addison would
1: do things to me. <laughs> I know. <they> would. <laughs> um, and I'm telling Spurgeon's you, that, that is the definition guy, so. of forming the mega person. From kicking and screaming <laughs> yeah yeah exactly there you go <laughs> just throw them up on your shoulders and form some mega person some <laughs> mega man yeah <laughs> uh
0: i think those pairs what i would say again they complement each other well in terms of like their profiles as, as defensemen so um i get to thinking but i just think that's pretty that'd be pretty aggressive to it. Uh, it's it's aggressive forecasting like any line or D pair, I guess already for playoffs. But
1: um, I mean, I think it's pretty reasonable to forecast the second line and most of the first line.
0: <laughs> nah, can't no, can't do it. <laughs> no, nah, can't do it. Maybe Addison will be a, a right wing again.
1: It worked for Newman.
0: It did work. It did work.
1: God damn
0: it! Yeah, prospect sure. showcase. Can't wait. Love it. One of my favorites. Seems fun. I also like actually. I like seeing the guys that uh, that get invited, that aren't necessarily like signed contracts, or whatever. But um, like I saw Chase Coward's going to be there for Minnesota. He's one of the goalies from uh, Moose Jaw, so he obviously knows Damon Hunt fairly well. Um, excited. Um, but there's a bunch of players like that though. Uh there's a they got a bunch of WHL guys coming, especially in the back end. So I think like half of or more than half of the the defensemen for Minnesota that's gonna be the showcase are from the WHL. So that's always interesting. So they'll just be fighting everybody, I guess. So
1: Isha's just gonna be yeah, he's gonna be Yeah, 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 yeah. Just straight up Randy Marsh ectoplasm gif. Yeah.
0: UFC on one screen and then prospect showcase. Only when the entire decor for Minnesota is made up of the WHL guys on the other on the other screen, he's gonna love it. No Q, no QMJHL guys. though. So that would drive him. That would be.
1: He would lose it. Best league of the world. Best league of the world. Well, uh, hey, let's hear it though. Another league, KHL, fully underway. We'll wrap on this, and holy shit, we might keep it roughly an hour. This is unheard of. Let's like what. What are the cliff notes? What do we need to know besides, of course, the line that we've already talked about on here being an absolute menace.
0: Yeah, well, so that's I guess what's interesting is so KHLC to start September first. Uh, so, who's dinov has been on the same line as Michkov. Uh, interestingly enough, game two he did not play. I don't. I didn't see anything. He being who's Nadinov and Mitch Cosman scratched too. So like, I don't know what it's, he's been on like the third line wing for them. Uh, They're both actually signed
1: three year extensions. So yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So like who's a has played in two of their three games so far. First game, he only played eight and a half minutes. Uh, yesterday only played nine and a half minutes. Um, interesting. Didn't see that coming. If I'm being completely honest with you. Um, he's been like fine. But, again, he's, like, third-line right wing. They're not really throwing him on the ice in, like, high leverage situations. So, I don't really know what the deal is there. I want to be, like – because, like, like bro, Mitchkov's already, uh, like, locked in. Like, what do you – like, you know, like, why are you scratching him too? Like, I, what's the deal? Um, so I don't really know what's going on there. It's It's been interesting. They're not really playing that great either. Like, so, they're the – Ska's off to a weird start. But um, one guy who – as we were anticipating, is now playing a lot and playing very well is Daniel Yurov.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um interestingly enough, I think two of the three games he started on the fourth line, but then made a good amount of plays and has played, let's see, 14 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Uh last two games he's got assists, so he's got a two game point streak going. He looks great. And they beat Siska and they beat Dynamo Moscow. Um but he's been all over the fucking ice. He was plus three today with another assist. And he's been taking faceoffs here and there. So, like, it's interesting because he's been going back and forth between right wing and center already. And I know that Minnesota has mentioned that they are interested in trying to develop him as a center. So, how's interesting he trying to now? Not great. Uh, that's fine, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people. That's <laughs> all that
1: matters. If you can't win faceoffs, you're a horrible center.
0: Yeah, you're a terrible – well, no, you're a terrible hockey player. Um, But this was the first – like, today, this game was the first time that he was, like, rotating back and forth, like, taking – like, he took six face-offs today. So, um, it's interesting. But, again, defensively, he's already so good that that's why I think, like, he does have that high ceiling, but I think his floor is high too. So, today, again, he was plus three with an assist, taking face-offs, rotating back and forth, but, like, he was on the ice – pretty much in every every big situation for them today. Um, but again, we said the coaching change, plus after he signed, um, should make a difference in terms of any opportunity he's going to get. And he's clearly in the mindset that he's not going to uh, let go of that opportunity. So he's taken advantage for sure. Again, he's got assists in the last two games. Looks great. Um, and, I mean, he's been – he's another guy. He's on record. It's like he wants to come over here. So – again it's all lining up for him who's and uh uh ogren to come over potentially at the same at the same time in the same year so that timeline looks exciting and fun and um but you yeah, no, it's, it's and you're right, he just he just looks great so but the guy that potentially will never put on a Minnesota Wild's footer Vlad Firstov is lighting it up he like he played really well last year he was like half a point per game of the KHL he's got points in both games for torpedo this year uh they beat loco and they beat ska two very good teams in the khl he's got a goal and an assist like he's all over the ice he's a beast so i'm curious he's like if he just like stays in the khl forever but like it's so praised that he played one game that hl goes fuck this i'm going back to russia and this that is lights like, it this up is
1: all just isha jerk off fuel like that oh, gosh, like this whole episode. That's probably it. what he'll call it. Like
0: Yeah, probably. That's, that's like you talk
1: yeah. first of yeah. that. It's it's too much.
0: Um but yeah, no, it's so I mean again, who's tough interesting start just with what happened last year, how he lit it up and was like their first line center. Um it was like 20 minutes a night. And then the first couple of games this year, he's been paired with Mitchkov quite often. He's playing on the wing, not really playing a whole lot of center, not getting a ton of shifts or like significantly fewer shifts than he was last year. Three games in, I'm not going to like freak out one way or the other, but I just thought it was weird and interesting. Sure. Um, but yeah, you lighting up first off playing great. See if he ever you ever sure
1: miss him, just eating a fucking shot with like 10 minutes yeah, left in the second yeah. period in a game. They're up for a rep. Yeah. Right, maybe maybe that was it. Maybe I'm wrong, yeah. Uh, but then another guy,
0: forgotten, Matvey Guskov, who looked real good a couple of years ago, that he got hurt. Um, he actually left Siska, went to Ufa, and he's now getting regular shifts. He's played eight minutes, or nine minutes. They played 12 minutes, now 15 yesterday, had an assist. He looks really good. Um, again, another guy, I'm not sure if we'll ever see him come back over to North America, but um but he's uh started off really well with the KHL too and, and finally just left Siska, and now is playing with a team that, that he can play regular KHL minutes. So he plays a really translatable game. I actually really like him a lot. But big question mark, as with any any Russian prospect. But does
1: he love America um, as much as you love him?
0: He well he played in the OHL, he played with London, so uh and they left. Like right, uh, COVID, he left. Um, wow, but it's it, a really interesting player, though. I just don't know if he'll ever like come back over. So still fairly young, so they still have his rights for a couple more years. But um, just worth mentioning because again, he left Siska. He's playing with Ufa now, and like they use him quite often, and he started off really well. So uh, the KHL guys, interesting, uh, interesting start of the year for all of them, really.
1: Okay, my one question then uh, of the what will. I guess coin the big 3 for next year to hopefully become an over Stateside. Ogren, who's Nadinov, Yurov. Who do you see having the fastest path to the big squad?
0: Probably who's Nadinov because I think he can play center, I think he can play wing. He's already played a significant role in the KHL. Um and he plays a very translatable game. He's excellent defensively. He's one of the best skaters I've ever seen in terms of prospects. Like, there, even though he's like you know five foot three on a good day, uh, <laughs> technically, uh, he just plays. He, you can put him on the ice in any situation. He's going to fill a role for you. So I do think he, his game's like advanced already to the point where he's, he's close to being ready to play in the NHL, just as is how he approached the game. And just the fact that he's older than two, um, you know, Ogren looks phenomenal, but super young. This is gonna be his first season playing pro Hawk in SHL well, in division one, I, I guess in Sweden. So it's going to be interesting to see how he like, first of all is adjusts to a new team. Um, and again, I think he took a lot of steps last year that it, to not just be like that sniper, that guy that's just going to score goals. Um, and in, in the preseason this year, he already looked really good, just with how hard he was like defending, how hard he played on the forecheck, um, and clearly wasn't just like this one-dimensional sniper. Um, and then Yurov, we're just seeing it now where he's finally getting regular minutes, like first time literally since his draft year, right? Like in his draft season he still was getting fucked over with ice time and they weren't sending him down to like just play Russian juniors. They kept him in the KHL to bench him every day. So he's still, there's still a question mark there, but again, he's another guy that he's not just an offensive winger. Like he can potentially play center. He already has a pretty advanced defensive game too, and how he approaches um, every game. So, but who's, you know, if you have the track record, he checks every box in terms of just like any situation you could possibly put him in. So I would say he's got the uh, he's the closest, um, and probably the shortest, shortest runway to playing regular NHL games. Like he could oh, honestly challenge player, to make right? that roster. He could honestly challenge to make the roster next year. Probably. That
1: would be interesting.
0: Mm hmm.
1: We did it. And you only had like three sangria seltzers
0: no no sangrias this is just uh spiked sparkling water it's a tv static oh it's really good though with a buzz great Tapo chico i don't know what that oh <laughs> fuck this it it just looked cool
1: you know i don't um, speak
0: spanish In english please <laughs> yeah. um oh my god wait i forgot to mention did you see the videos i put up this is uh Last week, before no, maybe it was two weeks ago. Honestly, because we didn't do anything last week. The, so the uh, Russia, so the KHL, they used to like before the war uh, and you know, all the geopolitical stuff. Uh, they would participate with like so they, in preseason they would play teams from Finland. So we obviously they're not doing that now. They only play other Russian teams all the time. Uh, did you see the videos I posted of like their coach?
1: Dude, so that no, the only video I saw was you posting some maniac who just beats the wheels off people. Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, so first of all, the coach wears a full track suit, like old school, it's sick, and it's really funny, and he's a lunatic, but he got tossed one game in the preseason, and um, usually you're not allowed to like come back. He comes back and just stands or goes into the stands right behind their bench with the fans, and he's going nuts. He's, like, (laughs) taking selfies, dude. (laughs) It's fucking unbelievable. Like, he was taking selfies with the fans, too, and the camera would... Dude, the feed would pan to him after the ska would score, and he's just like, fuck yeah! He's, like, losing his mind with the fans. It was so... he's still, like, yelling through the glass to coach, but then, like, while he's doing that, people are like, hey, can I have a selfie? He's like, yeah, yeah. Hard on the fucking four-check, motherfucker. He's just screaming at the right. Ra- it was amazing, but it was. I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God.
1: Can you imagine if, like, Dean got ejected from a game and as punishment was forced to go sit behind the bench with fans? Imagine if he sits what next he- to someone who bears any resemblance to Darby, too, just fucking goes to town, tease off. <laughs>
0: Eating the wheels off. Well, especially
1: no, like, like it's a tie game at the very end, and the guy's like, "Oh my god, please don't fucking score, please don't score." <laughs> so, no!
0: Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! no! No no no! All of a sudden, like the camera passed to him, like the the six people to his right and left have just like moved. They're like, "Nope, fuck this." But yeah, I had to bring up those videos because I was crying, laughing, like it was so funny. Like, he's just losing his fucking marbles while taking selfies with the fans um, after getting great. ejected in between the second and third period. <laughs> like, how
1: did they let him come back? It, it, there's no rules, actually. When I think about it, so no Whatever. rules. All right, well, you're gonna have to send me that video. I'll definitely post like it with what we clip for this. It's great.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, but I guess that'll do it. I think, unless we have Forget questions, it. did the thing? Perfect. Well, in that case, we will get out of here right at one hour. Thanks, for everyone, for tuning in. Throughout my internet, you need problems. to apologize
1: to Cosgrove for not acknowledging either of his quotes that I threw up for you.
0: My internet's out. All right, I can't read. Also, by the way, I don't know how to. Um, so it's not my fault. In my defense, I can't read, and my internet sucks. So. That's gonna die. Uh, nothing else. That's all I got. That's all I got. So we'll see you next week, hopefully. Who knows what's gonna happen. Maybe I'll lose it again. And uh, thanks Let's for tuning in. Fine. I just lost internet again.